Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome back to Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. I've been on vacation for the last two weeks. So now I'm back to continue the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Bad Batch Breakdown. I was able to watch the Bad Batch while on vacation. So let's get in. Let's start with the episode Infested. Which is episode number 13, I believe. So we're not going to do a blow by blow, but we're going to go through this. And just to say that the so the Bad Batch has been on a mission for Sid. They get back only to discover that Sid has been kicked out of her establishment and it's been taken over by a Deveronian named Roland Durand. And it looks like that Sid's out and Durand is in. By the way, Omega's pet lizard, Ruby, likes Durand. All right. Roland Durand is the son of a crime boss, Issa Durand. Uh, and he's joined up with the Pike Syndicate. Now, the Pike Syndicate made frequent appearances in the Clone Wars animated series, as well as being referenced in Solo, a Star Wars story, as having the Pikes had a tentative alliance with Crimson Dawn. And the Pikes, I believe, were running the spice mines on Kessel, I think. So Roland took over her parlor because Ord Mantel is at the center of many hyperspace routes, making it great for smuggling. Well, anyhow, Sid teams up with a bad batch and they have an idea to steal the spice from under Roland's nose so that when the pikes come to collect, they will blame him. So as a result, they go into the tunnels under the caverns under Ord Mantel, which is infested by a lot of bugs. And the plan is to lure Durand away from his parlor by having a Bolo and Catch, Bolo and Catch, were two frequent, um, frequent visitors to Sid's parlor. Catch and Bolo are going to lead away Roland by using the Mantel mix 
which is like popcorn to lure Ruby. And Roland's really attached to Ruby, so they go out looking for her. Giving the our heroes a chance to sneak in and steal the spice. In some very tense sequences with a lot of bugs. So Roland sends his men into the caverns after he returns to the parlor and realizes the spice has been stolen. This, of course, then leads to a Temple of Doom-style railcart chase, which is a lot of fun. And then this also awakens the earlings that live in the tunnels, which are these really, really gross, nasty bugs that, ugh, it's disgusting. It's Temple of Doom all over again. So then our heroes have to dump the spice in order to get away uh, from the the uh, the bucks. Well, they get back and the pikes show up and want their their spice, and then Roland is like, "Well, they stole it, and it's all in the tunnels." So the Pikes send our heroes back into the tunnels. Send Sid and Wrecker, I believe. And they keep... Uh, I think Omega... They keep Omega as insurance. So Sid and... And Wrecker... Descend into the cavern, get the spice, deal with the bugs, and use a basically a light grenade to scatter the bugs. And they deliver, however, the the pikes you want to kill Roland, or at least that's what he thinks. Um, and he's like, you know, doing that's only going to cause a war with the gangs and the criminal syndicates. So instead, they cut off one of Roland's horns. Now, if you recall, in Rebels, um, there was a group called the Brotherhood of the Broken Horn, run by, I cannot remember his name to save my life. The uh, Deveronian that they often dealt with, dealt with in Rebels. Anyhow, I just wonder if the removed horn of Roland is the inspiration of the name Brotherhood of the Broken Horn. And the Pikes lead saying, "I hope we never, you never cross us again." And, you know, it turns out that Roland, who seemed like a bad guy, may have just been a, more of a victim. But yet again, Sid's feelings toward the Bad Batch improve. And she sees them more as equals. And that's the end of Infested. Infested is 
maybe not my favorite episode. But it does comment on some interesting things in the galaxy. For instance, the Empire seems content to allow the criminal syndicates to oper operate under its nose. We see this in the original trilogy with the Huts, you know, with Jada and with the others. And basically, the Empire tolerated their presence and let them go about their business, I assume, with the proviso that as long as it didn't interfere with the Empire's interests, the criminal syndicates could go about their business. The Pikes, as we see, are quite powerful. Quite a powerful organization, indeed. We see that Issa Durand and the Deveronians have their own sort of crime gang. So there's all these organizations operating under the nose of the Empire. So that's really, I think, the big picture that we get to see here. That being said, that's really the end of discussing this episode. Not my favorite, but I think it still deals with some interesting ideas. And I love the Temple of Doom references. Those are so much fun. Those are my thoughts on Infested. Okay, and we take a break. And we come back, we will discuss War Mantle, which I think is the gem of the last two episodes. See you in a minute. Okay, we're back. Okay, we are going to keep this one short. War Mantle, in short, is a fantastic episode. Gives us the return, the welcome return of the favorite clone, Gregor, who we first saw in the Clone Wars. Now, Gregor was introduced in what is my opinion the worst set of episodes in the Clone Wars series. With see, with R2-D2 going on a mission along with the well, I don't even want to say his name, the little commander guy going on the mission. It was those were horrendous episodes. In my opinion, you know, a sunny day in the void, and they were just awful. That being said, we got Gregor in those episodes. And here we have Gregor again. Now, Gregor, as we recall, from when he appeared in Star Wars Rebels, was a little, a little insane. We see a little bit of that here in The Bad Batch. Complete with Gregor's weird little uh, laugh. I can't even do it. It's a weird little laugh. So anyhow, Gregor is running away on the planet Darrow. Uh, he's being chased by other troopers. He manages to send a distress signal to the Bad Batch. Or rather, he said the message is sent to Rex, who then sends it to the bad vet saying we need his help to recover him. 
And we don't really know what Rex is up to, but he seems to be on the run. So anyhow, they travel to the planet Darrow. And at that time, on Tavoka City, back on Camino, Crosshair tells Vice Admiral Rampart that, quote-unquote, the operation is ahead of at his schedule. Something is going on. Crosshair asks about the Kaminoans, and Admiral Rampart says we just need to keep an eye on them until the time's right. Lamasu and Nalase are concerned that with the Empire canceling the contract, there may be genocide on the horizon. Uh, Nalase fears that the Empire will destroy the Kavadons rather than allowing the cloning operation to continue. So they prepare to leave. Now, back on Darrow, our heroes arrive and discover an Imperial installation on Darrow. And the our heroes is, sneak into it. It's this big circular uh, base that definitely has shares aesthetic similarities with the Death Star uh, in terms of the interiors. And they go discover where Gregor is and they go and break him out. And, you know, Hunter explains we're the defective clones. So Gregor says the clone troopers who are loyal to the Empire are the defective ones. So Gregor was an instructor at the base. So anyhow, they are discovered by Imperial officers, and there's quite a bit of shooting out, and grenades, and all kinds of stuff. And then... The, in the fight, they discover that the stormtroopers are not clones. The Bad Batch is confused by this when Gregor says these new recruits come throughout the, from all over the galaxy. They swear loyalty to the Empire, and he says, well, they are not as skilled. They have strength in numbers. Hunter says numbers are not everything. Maybe a little quip about stormtroopers in the original trilogy. So Mega and Wrecker are back on the ship. And they're really nervous about what's going on, or at least Omega is. Uh, Wrecker seems to be pretty calm with it. The, uh, after a lot of sneaking around the base to escape, the our heroes get ready 
Omega and Wrecker take off, but are chased by, you know, V-Wing Starfighters and a few other things. Then they're able, the Mavic Marauder is able to pick up our heroes. But unfortunately, Hunter decides to remain so that he can help his brothers get to safety. Omega is extremely upset at this. But because of all the blaster fire that the Ethic Marauder is under from the LA-18 gunships and the V-Wings, they can't stick around for Hunter. Hunter tells them just to go. Well, Omega protests this quite strongly. And our, the main bulk of the Bad Batch, including Gregor, managed to escape. But Hunter is indeed captured. Back on Camino, Admiral Rampart says he's disappointed at the Kaminoans' lack of cooperation. He also says that Nalise was gathering medical personnel to flee Camino. Bamasu pretending to be surprised and saying, well, we'll deal with her. But Rampart has another idea. He says he could use Nalise's scientific skills, which I assume involves cloning, which could lead to Palpatine down the road in uh, The Rise of Skywalker. But he says he has no need for a politician. And two elite troopers arrest Lama Sue. And the door closes, so we don't know if they killed him or if he's just under arrest. And then back on Darrow, Hunter is locked in a cell. And he is greeted by Crosshair. That is the end of War Mantle. Project War Mantle was the idea of replacing clones with recruits, and that's what we're seeing in this episode. We are seeing the beginnings of the stormtroopers as we know them. One thing I notice is their armor isn't quite the stormtroopers that we know. It's a hybrid, to a degree, between clone trooper armor and stormtrooper armor. I really like that design. I like that we got Gregor and Hunter Sacrifice. We'll see where that leads. Omega is extremely upset by this. Gunky gets knocked out, so I hope he's okay. But this kind of shows us what the Empire is up to. I love the Death Star vibes. There are even a few musical cues that go back to the original film with the music playing on the Death Star with that slight uh, Tchaikovsky Arabian sort of sound. Uh, it's really neat to get to see all this stuff again, and we will see where this leads. I'm interested to know what's going to become of the Kaminoans. I suspect it's genocide, but we shall see. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to Bad Batch Breakdown.
Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. And join me today. Today is August 3rd. On the Schmodown Twitch page, I will be playing a first class league match. My second match against Sean Wingblade. So if you happen to hear this before then, check it out. Thank you for tuning in. May the force be with you.